to Daily Bible Reading Notes from Valley Chapel Community Church, where we seek to learn the whole counsel of God's Word. I'm your host, Pastor Michael Rowe. This is the posting for February 19, 2024. Do you trust your heart? The world tells you to, and they aren't subtle about it. Whether feature-length animated movies for kids, streaming shows for adults, or the advice of celebrities, the message is uniform and loud. Follow your heart. The Bible teaches a very different view of the heart, though. The opposite, in fact. The Bible says, don't trust your heart. Instead, submit your heart and life to the truth of God's Word. That is the lesson we find illustrated before us today in Numbers 14-15. through 15. Take your heart's views on sin, for example. Does a little complaining really seem so bad? Our hearts would tell us, it's no big deal. But as we saw yesterday, complaining against God is a great sin indeed. Our hearts will lie about the greatness of our sin. They will also deceive us about the growth of our sin. We see the multiplication of sin today. As we begin in chapter 14, the text makes it emphatically clear that this sin of grumbling had spread to all of the people. It was all the sons of Israel and the whole congregation. Numbers 14 verse 2. What began with the greedy minority, the rabble of Numbers 11 verse 4, had spread to the general population. But it hadn't only spread in numbers, it also spread in severity. In chapters 11 through 13, they had grumbled and complained. Now the people accused God. Their hearts told them God had brought them out into the wilderness to kill them. Numbers 14 verse 3. The true gravity of their sin against God is explained by God in the rest of chapter 14. God describes their sins six different ways. Their words showed that their hearts had spurned and disbelieved God. Numbers 14.11 This led to them grumbling and complaining against Him. Numbers 14.27 Ultimately, it would cause them to reject His gift and gather together against Him. Numbers 14.35 All this from a little complaining. The biblical record, and our own experience if we are honest, shows us that we must not follow after our own heart and our own eyes. Numbers 15.39 For as our reading from Proverbs today explains, quote, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man is he who listens to counsel. Proverbs 12.15 To listen, believe, and follow our own hearts is the height of folly. Wouldn't it be better to hear and heed the counsel of God's Word? So what counsel do we hear today? First, to restate the warning of God's Word, don't trust your own heart. But we also find two positive counsels from our reading today. Even when the people realized their sinful error, they still tried to follow the counsels of their own hearts. Numbers 14, 39-45 Instead, like Moses, we should plead the glory of God and the grace of God. After the people had complained, the glory of Yahweh appeared for all to see. Numbers 14, verse 10. Moses knew what was coming. He knew how greatly they had sinned against God and that it would be righteous for God to judge and destroy the people. So he pleaded on their behalf. In his intercession for Israel, Moses asked God to pardon for two reasons, his glory and his grace. If God pardoned the people, it would maintain His glory as the mighty deliverer of Israel. Numbers 14, 11 through 16. 
Second, Moses pleaded God's own revelation of his grace. God had revealed his glory to Moses in the declaration of his grace in Exodus 34, 6-7. So Moses reasoned with God from God's own word in Numbers 14, 17-19. In both instances, Moses did not turn to his own heart or understanding. Rather, he used the counsel of God's word to seek the deliverance of his people. Finally, as we seek to follow the counsel of God, we must trust his promises and obey his commands. Chapter 15 is interesting, isn't it? Right after God spares the lives of the people, he then hands out the sentence for their crime. None of them, less a faithful duo, would see the land of promise, Numbers 14, 22 through 23. They would all perish in the wilderness, Numbers 14, 28 through 29. It's following this death sentence that God turns immediately in chapter 15 to instructions for, quote, when you enter the land, Numbers 15, 2, and verse 18. Why would God put chapter 15 right here? To show his faithfulness. He would not allow the first generation to see the land, but the second generation would, Numbers 14, 31. Those, quote, little ones, Numbers 14, 31, Legacy Standard Bible, would enter the land, and they would need to know how to honor and serve God. So in this restatement of laws, God is reaffirming his words of promise. God would do what he had promised. He would bring Israel into the land of promise. So if we can't trust our own hearts, what should we do? Trust the promises of God, pray in line with the word of God, and seek to remember the commandments of God. Numbers 15 verse 40. So I ask you again, do you trust your heart? Friends, I hope you see that it is far better to know, love, trust, and obey Yahweh our God.